Meet Three Wishes, a high-protein, low-sugar, grain-free breakfast cereal that tastes like the cereals of your childhood, made with modern-day clean ingredients. Three Wishes contains ingredients such as chickpeas, pea protein, and tapioca, a feat of food science that took two years of development, and comes in four flavors, cocoa, cinnamon, honey, and unsweetened. Three Wishes is a plant-based, gluten-free certified cereal free from wheat, dairy, soy, oats, corn, rice, and peanuts. With 70% less sugar and as much as eight times the protein of their decadent counterparts, there's nothing on the shelf like it. Right now, Three Wishes is offering our listeners 10% off with the code PODCAST10. Head to their website at www.3wishescereal.com to shop and learn more. Today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real, recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo, to shift the food industry, and empower their community and our listeners to make better, informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative force for good, and that is why we're teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10% or 15% off for military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to podgo.co slash kind. That's podgo.co slash kind. Kind Bar, creating a kinder and healthier world, one act, one snack at a time. Hello and welcome to 3-Minute Movie Reviews. I'm Kim Holman. And I'm Michael Russell. In this podcast, Michael and I will spend three minutes talking about a bad movie. And this week, thanks to the suggestion from Alan via his daughter Angela on Instagram, we watched 1996's Mars Attacks. All right, let's set the three-minute timer and get going. Um, Okay, so first of all, I hadn't seen this in ages. I was... Kind of like maybe a little overhyped because I'm like into Tim Burton stuff usually, and the cast is kind of absurd. But it would take three minutes just to list the cast. We could we could go that route if you <laughs> if you want to spend three minutes that way. Um, but yeah, yikes! This movie. So this was. Uh, uh, I went into this thinking as I watched this with my wife. Surprisingly, she watched the whole thing. So that's actually, I think, a wow. sign of uh, respect. Um, <laughs> but this was a Independence Day uh, spoof. But this is really a 1950s B movie spoof. And this is what happens when you give a B movie a massive budget, a crazy director, and a crazy amount of star power. Fair. I can't even imagine the budget. I feel like um, for the amount of characters and weird little plot storylines that I was getting lost in, I didn't need any of that. I didn't need like, I guess the star power kept me watching to see who would pop up where, but it was all unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, I still kept wanting to compare this to Independence Day, but unlike in Independence Day, all these different character storylines never converged. There was never this moment of like, oh, that's why these people are together. Um, It was just like they're together because they are, which maybe is more real life. But, you know, I don't go to the movies to see real life. Sure. And I specifically don't seek out a random sci-fi satire blockbuster to see real life. Yeah, I don't think I saw this in theaters, but I honestly probably would have back then. Absolutely. But I think... uh, uh, probably then and definitely now, I most feel connected with Natalie Portman, who was there just to brood and point out the idiocracy at everything. 
<laughs> Fair. I think I most related to the grandma who was like mm. totally just along for the ride with her yeah. with her headphones on, clueless, like happy in her own little bubble, but like totally clueless. I know Thomas. Yeah. And it turns out <laughs> aliens can be killed simply by what was that? Like yodeling? I don't know what it was, but it was not particularly enjoyable music. Um it was kind of 19, 1950s, 1940s music, 30s. I don't know. It would be interesting um, just just what it was. But it was, you know, we had all <laughs> the violence of humans being vaporized by the by the the uh, the, the Martian X-rays, whatever yep. you want to call them. And then uh, the Martians heads explode. Right. And then like some interesting things like why do the skeletons like different colors like that felt like a weird little attention to detail that we didn't need. Interesting fact I read in the IMDb facts, let's take this with a grain of salt as usual, is that this movie was originally supposed to have a Christmas release, which is why the skeletons <laughs> are either red or green. That's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are just over time. Um, worst thing. What was the biggest grievance in this movie for you? Um, other than the cast being too big? Sure. I have a grievance in the sense that they, I, I feel like, the movie was trying to really commentate on how stupid humanity is. Sure. Because we kept getting tricks by the Martians. Totally. I feel like it went about it a real, like I agree with you, but like it went about it in a really weird way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give a couple points to Sarah Jessica Parker's head on a Chihuahua's body. Yep. Hey, at least she got to kiss Pierce Brosnan and she got to kiss James Bond. So right. And with that, we're going to end our three minute movie review of Mars Attacks. Have an idea for a bad movie or movie franchise you want us to review? Let us know on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or our handle is at three min movie reviews. We're also on Letterboxd. I'm Michael Russell. And I'm Kim Holman. See you next time. (laughs) 